Yo, 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 what's up, what's up? Welcome to, uh, I guess you could say, my second episode of the Rise Words Podcast. Um, your boy, your man, your nigga, your homie, your dude, Rise One, D-Rise. You know what's up. Um, I'm just going to jump right into this, man. So, uh... Right in the middle of the morning of Nipsey Hussle's death. He was shot by a guy who apparently knew him. Um, knew him enough that, that I can walk up and shake hands with him and everybody in the neighborhood knew him. Shot Nipsey six times. Five to the sternum chest. One to the head. Another big loss for hip hop, y'all, for the rap community. More so than the passing of Triple X or someone that didn't really do too much for the community. This man has a history of giving people jobs, of opening businesses giving good stern advice and just being all around people's champ so I just want to start it off by saying rest in peace my brother rest in heaven may our father bless your family and bless all of those that you loved rest in peace Nipsey Now, going off of that, let's talk about violence and mainly violence in the black community amongst ourselves. You know, let's let's get away from the police and the the, the dirty cops and the skinheads and, and everybody else that supposedly hates black people. We're not supposedly, but yeah dislike black folk um but I, I want to concentrate on us right now it's like I said you know I'm a black man 40 some years old um you know when I was younger I was known to have a quick temper you know I found myself in situations that I should not have been in just like I'm pretty sure many black men have. Um, raised by a beautiful black woman, my mom. My mama. <laughs> um, four sisters, four beautiful sisters, two older, two younger. Um, until I was 12 years old, I believe, 12. I thought someone else was my real father. When I found out at 12 that this man had been taking care of me, this man that had supposed to adopt me and gave me his last name was not my father, I immediately changed. Now, 
Did I change for the worse? No, I would like to describe it as I became aware that things were not as I thought they were. And at that age, that could be shocking. Now, I know for a fact that I'm not the only man that has gone through something like that or the only black man that has been raised by his mother, the only black man that has seen things in the street that he has not should not have seen at certain ages. So that is no excuse. I'm simply stating that to mark that as number one, to get that off the board of why are we killing ourselves? Why am I killing you, brother? Why do I dislike you so much, my brother? My nigga. Why, when you see me and I look proud to be who I am, why do you look at me with this like, it's like, for instance, man, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going in the smoke shop today. Shout out to Omar over off of, uh, first and I want to say first and okay. Call it fucking first and four lower. Yeah, across the street from Gus's. Gus's liquor store and the um, Simon Oz car wash. Anyway, you know, <clears throat> I go in the store. I mean, I go in the smoke shop, say what's up to Omar. You know, I get my plaque of L's, whatever. And um, I go back out to the car. Now, mind you, I'm off work. I'm not rushing. I'm in no rush at all. So, I'm chilling. Sitting in my car. You know, open my pack up, about to roll my L's. I'm sitting in the car, roll my L in the parking lot. You know, some young brothers roll up next to me and shit. So they rowdy. You know, I guess they banging because they all got them the same colors and shit. It's not important, but. So I guess they see me sitting in the car. Now my music. You know, rolling my blunt. My window's down, nigga. So I guess when I saw them, I was supposed to be intimidated. You know, that's how he looked at me like, oh, this nigga look at us, say what's up. And he don't even look like he intimidated, you know, just from that point. So, you know, because when I see young brothers, I see older brothers, I see any brother out there. I look you in your face and I say, what's up, man? How you doing? Or I say, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? I speak. As I did with these young dudes. So... I'm sitting in the car, rolling my blind. One of them gets out, goes into the smoke shop. The other one sees me sitting over there. I can see he sees me. You feel me? <clears throat> so I look over at him. He looks over at me. I nod my head up. What's up, man? You know what I'm saying? In the same motion of, you know, nodding to my music. I say, what's up, man? And he's just looking at me like, you know what I'm saying? Don't nod his head, nothing. He just look. So I say, as I usually do, I'd be like, okay, fuck it. I'll go ahead about my business. Keep doing what I'm doing. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> so I get through rolling my blunt. By that time, his partner comes out of the car, gets in the car. And I start to light my L. At the same time, I put my car in drive, and I'm about to ride off. You know, meaning nothing by it. I look back over there on my way out. 
This nigga throws up his little set at me, you know, throws his set up at me, you know, your nod his head, then throws his set up at me. And I'm like, and I look at him, and I kind of just start, you know, laugh, like nothing heavy, just like <laughs> type shit. Like, Psh. And I ride off, and I'm thinking about it. I'm like, man, that right there, that little interaction right there could have went totally different. For what, though? Because you want to be tough? Because you with the homies, you feeling good. You in your mode. You see some nigga that y'all don't know. And you just want to test him? Or I just want to test you? I'm like, nigga, what that nigga looking at? Where does that shit come from? Where does this dislike that I have for my brother come from? This is something that is totally unnecessary. We do not have to have that in our character at all. So, what I'm saying is, are we stuck in the fucking box? Are we who? <clears throat> the ones that fear us? Are we really that those people? Are we fucking animals? Can we not even get along with ourselves? Do we destroy every fucking thing that we we come across? Do we not love our children? Do we not love our black woman? Do we not love our brothers? Is that shit really true, man? We can all get together and, and, and talk about solutions, but it just seems as if as soon as the meeting or the gathering is over with, niggas go right back to doing what the fuck they was doing before. Mean mugging each other, nigga. Making faces at each other disliking each other when we don't even know the next nigga's name but we know we don't like that nigga why cause his J's look better than mine oh no that nigga dreads is longer no that ain't it that nigga's girlfriend look better than yours no that's not it oh yeah that nigga car look better than no that's not it then what the fuck is it then cause that nigga looked at you because he didn't know who the fuck you was and he was looking at you the same way you was looking at him because you didn't know who the fuck he was? Or somebody call you out your name or somebody makes you upset, makes you mad. This shit you should have shook in the fucking sixth grade, bruh. We got grown-ass men running around here still fighting each other like we kids in the fucking playground over stupid shit. We got... We got to do better, man. Or we going to continue to be exactly what the fuck they say we are. Half human motherfuckers 
we continue to slaughter each other in our own neighborhoods, amongst our own people, in front of our own children, won't shit change. We can do all the entertaining in the world. And by entertaining, I mean all that shit. Acting, singing, rapping, dancing, playing football, basketball, <clears throat> making clothes, nigga, making liquor, nigga. That's entertaining. Yeah, you own the warehouse, nigga, that you make your wine or whatever the fuck it is in. And that's not nobody specific, dog. They don't give a fuck about no wine. They don't give a fuck about no clothes. They don't give a fuck about no record label. They don't give a fuck about them shoes. You know what they give a fuck about? A nigga like Akon. Ain't even got to say what the fuck that nigga doing, because y'all already know. You know what the fuck they give about? A nigga like Nipsey that was buying up that land, nigga. That was giving niggas jobs. It's like we just stuck. Ain't nothing wrong with wanting to look good. Hell, we get that shit from Africa. Egypt. Or whatever the fuck you want to call it. That's one thing people are going to have to stand, understand about me. I know where it comes from. I know where my people come from. But I speak for the niggas here that have experienced this America, whose grandparents have experienced this America, whose great grandparents, and so on and so on. And you know what I'm saying? My bloodline is here. And I'm sick of seeing us kill each other, man. It ain't even gang banging no more. It's just stupid shit. We got to learn how to think, man. And snap out of that shit. Before we go grabbing our guns. Before we go running off. Before we go swinging on niggas. I hate them fucking YouTube and world star videos where you got females out here fighting each other in the street, dragging each other all over the fucking place. Or you got young brothers in the street squaring up, boxing and knocking each other out to the point where it looked like motherfuckers don't die. And then we got crowds of niggas out with their phones recording that shit, screaming world star. Like that's something to be proud about, man. We should never be proud of that. You think we get so fucking mad about slavery and all this shit that don't happen to us back in the day? But damn, we turn around, nigga, and be applauding 
when we do the same shit to ourselves. We applaud it. When a nigga get on TV or he on YouTube and he sound like he can't even hardly talk. Or like he sound like he got a mouth full of shit. But he draped in gold, nigga. Got on them J's, nigga. Oh, that's the nigga to look up to. That nigga got that lean in his cup. That nigga on them Zannies. Yeah, look up to that nigga. Fuck that nigga working at the mall. Or fuck that nigga working over there at Walmart. Or fuck that nigga going to school. Or fuck that nigga that's cutting your hair. Or fuck that that instructor. Them niggas is bums. But that nigga over there with all that gold in his mouth. And that shit dripped around his neck. And that motherfucking car. Yeah. That nigga over there that with that third grade reading level. That's the nigga to look up to. Or. That old dumbass bitch over there. That she can't even read, but she can count because she's been dealing with money her whole life. Because niggas been throwing her money to shut the fuck up and be a hoe. So now she thinks she's doing it because she's making money and she twerk videos or she just got her ass videos out where she barely wearing anything, taking pictures, doing videos. Got a hundred thousand followers and shit. Every time she talks, she got to be throwing her hands and her fingers everywhere, rolling her neck. Face made up. Don't get me wrong, they be pretty. But that's about it, nigga. They be pretty and pretty dumb. That's who we got our little girls looking up to. Somebody that say, girl. You better go strip. You better get that money. You better get that money, bitch. Fuck what anybody say about you. Kill that pride shit. Go get your money, girl. Because that's the only way you're going to get respected. Do you really think a man is going to look at you differently? Because of the money that you're making? If a man wants to have sex with you, he is not thinking about how much money you are making or how much money that you have. Our people have been drugged down from, by entertainment for the longest. We are stuck in that shit. Like that's the only thing we have to offer. And, you know, I admit, I, I admit, maybe maybe it was necessary or this whole mode that we've been or these people that we've become, maybe it was necessary in order for us to survive in this country. Maybe it's needed for us to be hard like this. Gangster rappers and 
superior athletes and shit. Maybe we have to be like this in order to survive in this country. Maybe this country has made us like this. I don't know, man. Who knows? But one thing that I do know is we cannot continue to kill each other off like this. Call it what you want to call it, a truce, a, 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 a get-together, a black revolution. Call it what you want, man. But we can't keep doing it. You know, you know I remember <clears throat> back in VA when uh, the first, the very first Million Man March was put together. I was a part of that. I remember driving from VA to D.C., then hopping on the train and then going down there. The whole way there, man, it wasn't nothing but black love. Men, young men, older men, black men, white men, Asian men, Arabic. But nigga, 95% black men. How you doing, brother? What's happening, brother? What's going on, brother? What's going on, brother? How you doing, brother? Nigga, it wasn't nothing but love. And I really felt like things were going to change at that point. But see, I think the wrong niggas was there. The niggas that needed to be there didn't show up. We got too many niggas out here telling each other, nigga, get that money. Fuck everything else. That attitude alone puts you on the island. And when you're on that island, you don't want nobody else on your island trying to get your money or get what's yours. So you're not trying to share nothing. And when you ain't trying to share nothing and your shit run out, then you start looking at the other island over at your boy shit. Envy is a motherfucker, man. Envy is a motherfucker, man. In my opinion, it's the same thing that took down Satan, if you believe in that or not. That envy got to him. Envy make you do some ugly shit. Envy will take you out of character. Envy will make you take loved ones from other people, man. Envy will make you hurt your own loved ones. And right now, black man, we got to lose that envy, bruh. That jealousy, man. That ugly shit. You got to love black people, man. If you're black, you got to love black people, man. You got to love yourself, man. To the point where you love seeing other black people, man. That shit ain't hard. That's the easiest shit to do. It's hard to hate a motherfucker, man. It really is. 
You know how much time and stress that shit take? You know how many muscles it take in your face to frown at that nigga, yo? Kill that ugly shit, man. Kill that angry, mad shit, bruh. We ain't got to be mad at each other no more, man. We ought not be mad at each other anymore, man. Every time you see another nigga on the street, you know what you need to think in your head? That nigga could be me. Or I could have been that nigga. Or that nigga could be me. You need to start looking at shit different, y'all. Or ain't nothing gonna change for us. And this ain't even no racist shit. Cause I ain't racist. I got some white folks I love, nigga. I got some Mexican folks I love, nigga. But I'm a black man first. And I'm tired of seeing us kill each other off, man. We just got to do better, y'all. Once again, man, um, before I end this joint, I'd like to say rest in peace, Nipsey. And um, to his family. May God bless y'all and give y'all strength. It'll never go away, but it will get a little easier. The pain that is. I've lost a lot of my people, man. East St. Louis and St. Louis niggas I grew up with. I was dead before they was 25. And I grew up with these cats. My family. So I know your pain. I just want to say bless you. Be strong. And, uh, yeah, you listen to Nipsey, man. Keep supporting this music. And, um, try to take something from what he did. You know, be better for your people, better for your community. Most of all, be better for yourself. It's your boy, Rise Uno, Rise One, D-Rise. I'm signing out, man. I thank y'all for listening, if you're listening, to Rise Words. Straight from my crib on my couch. Peace. May the universe bless you and yours. Ear.